Welcome to the awesome pod mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, when a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today I'll be talking about the second episode of Marvel Studios' Ms. Marvel. Whether Marvel creates movies or TV shows, they are all cinematic. This podcast episode is dedicated to Shah Rukh Khan and his admirers worldwide. This episode's title is Crushed, written by Kate Gritman and directed by Meera Menon. The episode opens with Kamala as she flicks her hair and walks through the school confidently. She is taking charge of her life, correcting people's pronunciation of her name and being the cool kid at school over the song Feel So Good by Maze. As she moves further, she bumps into Kamran, which seems too good to be true. Her book titled Chemistry Science in Your Face falls to the ground. She then bumps into Bruno who complains about the video she sent him. Kamala says, "Oh, you didn't see anything? I tried to shrink and fly and talk to ants and none of it worked." Bruno says, "What makes you think you have powers of Ant-Man?" Kamala says, "Because we're both charming and we look a lot younger than our age." This is such an underrated line of dialogue because Paul Rudd plays Ant-Man and he hasn't aged at all. What's your secret, Paul? Kamala and Bruno hear the buzz about Zoe's encounter with the superhero. She's enjoying all the limelight and her followers have quadrupled. Zoe schedules a party for Friday to celebrate the fragility of life. Kamala has no plans to go. Zoe invites Kamran and suddenly Kamala's plans change. Later in the school theater, Kamala shows her powers to Bruno. She makes a fist, but it's too heavy. She knocks a few things and a pot is about to fall on Bruno, but Kamala saves him only after she tried to kill him. Accidentally, accidentally. For me, Bruno is precious. He needs to be protected at all times. Kamala realizes she needs to train. Bruno is there to help her in every way he can. Bruno figures that Kamala's powers aren't coming from her bangle, but from within her. The bangle just unlocked the powers that were already there, very reminiscent of how Wanda's powers were described. The way the Infinity Stones unlocked something that was already there inside of Wanda. I need a Bruno in my life to make the gadgets that he does. I would also like him to work on some of my gadget ideas and software ideas and bring them to life. Bruno and Kamala discuss the encryptions on the bangle. We get a close enough shot but not a dedicated insert shot. I have taken a screenshot and sent it to my friend to decipher. She's unable to join me on my podcast at the moment, but I'm going to get her here after all the episodes are out. I will make a bonus episode and ask my questions regarding the culture and the language that's been depicted in the series. Now that I've already announced it on the pod, she would have no other choice but to comply. If you're listening, you're doing the Ms. Marvel bonus episode with me. Kamala thinks that the inscriptions are either in Arabic or Urdu, but she can't decipher them. Bruno says, "Let's focus on the stuff we know. Light comes out of you and it hardens." Kamala says, "Let's call it hard light." Bruno says, "Groundbreaking." When Kamala is training, she slips from a cluster light, and Bruno grabs her hand, trying to save her from falling. Kamala says, "You have to let me go." 
It's such a brutal take on Natasha and Clint on Warmir. Don't play with our emotions. And Kamala, honey, sweetie, if you can stop hurting Bruno with your hard light, that will be great. Thank you. Nakia and Kamala are late for the prayers. Kamala encourages Nakia to contest the mosque vote elections. When the prayers finish, Nakia realizes her new Versace shoes are stolen. This is her 22nd pair that's stolen. Girl, how rich are you? I mean, you managed to get expensive shoes despite them being stolen over 22 times. I shop only during the sale and I have to ensure that I get an excellent brand at a discounted rate and that it's durable. Nakia is apprehensive about contesting elections opposite Uncle Rashid. Kamala says, you are the change. The change is here and the change is her, everyone. Nakia reluctantly agrees and appoints Kamala as her campaign manager. At home, Kamala apologizes to her mom for sneaking out during AvengerCon and seeks permission for Zoe's party without revealing that it's a party. Kamala hitches a bike ride with Bruno. At the party, Kamala accidentally drinks a cocktail called Screwdriver. Kamala wonders if she's drunk in just one sip. Sweetheart, you don't get drunk just with one sip. I love that Bruno is so protective of Kamala at the party. Kamran jumps from the rooftop into the pool shirtless. When Kamran steps out of the pool, Nakia and Kamala exclaim in unison, MashaAllah! This phrase is used to express the feeling of being in awe. Somehow cops arrive at Zoe's home and Kamala and the gang escape in Kamran's car. Bruno is not thrilled with whatever is cooking between Kamala and Kamran. Kamala and Kamran bond over Bollywood movies and Shah Rukh Khan. Kamran's favorite off-the-top-of-the-head movie is Bazigar. Interesting choice, Kamran. I wonder why that is. The popular choice of Shah Rukh's best performance is Delwale Dulhaniya Le Jayenge or DDLJ. It's one of my favorites too. I have an interesting bit of story about watching that movie for the very first time, which I am willing to share on Patreon if this episode gets the maximum number of listens. Bazigar is definitely one of Shah Rukh's great works, but if you ask Shah Rukh, he would say his best performance was in the movie Kabhi Haan Kabhi Na. When Bruno says, I like Bazigar, I was like, yeah honey, sure you do. It's anything but pleasing Bruno. Like Loki offered to be Thanos' guide on Earth, I would gladly be Bruno's guide for Bollywood movies. I got you, Bruno. I got you. When Kamran drops Kamala and the gang at the Circle Q, Kamran feeds his phone number in Kamala's phone. Okay, all right. You can't take such things at face value. If I go by Bazigar and I don't want to reveal the suspense, but the guy betrays the girl, I'm not going to reveal how or why. I'll do that when I talk about Bazigar in excruciating detail on my podcast. And of course, I'm going to cover Dilwale Dulhanya Le Jayenge on my podcast as well. Kamran calls Bruno Brian. How dare you, Kamran? How dare you? Nakia has been silently observing that Bruno is jealous of Kamran and Bruno is in love with Kamala. But Kamala is smitten by Kamran. When Kamran's car leaves, Kamala and the background go out of focus with just heart-shaped lights illuminating. At home, Kamala dances to the song Be My Baby. Kamala's view is now rose-tinted because she is in love. 
At the school, Kamala's nose glows with crystal light. She rushes to the restroom. Nakia and Kamala have a conversation about adolescence. It's not easy for Nakia because some people think she's too white and others think she's too ethnic. I get that Nakia felt that she didn't belong. Initially, she put on the hijab to prove the naysayers wrong, but she realized she didn't need to prove anything to anyone. Now she puts it on because it gives her purpose. You go, girl! Bruno is summoned at Mr. Wilson's office. Bruno receives the news that his application was accepted for the early immersion program at Caltech. And it is free because everything is paid for. Bruno is unsure whether he should go. Come on, Bruno. Go, Bruno. Go. After school, Kamala blows off training with Bruno for driving lessons with Kamran. But she invites Bruno for the lesser read. I love that Kamala feels there's no such thing as bad Shah Rukh Khan movie. Let's just say the good outweigh the bad. Kamala reveals her mom is a fan of Kingo and Kamran says his mother is a fan of Kingo Sr. Technically, Kingo Sr. and Kingo are the same people. Or should I say, eternal. When Kamala's family is sharing their partition story with Amir's fiancé, they talk about how Muniba's mother, Sana, was just a toddler when she was separated from her father. She managed to find her way back to her father on the last train to Pakistan through a trail of stars. Sana's mother Aisha disappeared that night just like many others did. Kamala's bangle starts to glow and she sees a lady extending her hand toward her along with the sound of the train whistle in the background. Kamala faints. Kamala's brother thinks it's the evil eye, so they must sprinkle the zamzam. Zamzam is holy water. Later, Kamala FaceTimes with her maternal grandmother, Sana, and inquires about the bangle. Sana reveals that the bangle belonged to her mother, Aisha. On Eid, Muniba is not thrilled to hear Kamala inquiring about Aisha. Bruno dresses up in traditional attire for the event. Bruno is just so sweet. Nakia is going around making deals to gather support for her election campaign. Everyone needs to be swayed to Nakia's side. The mosque bros, the pious boys, Sunday school teachers, the InstaClick group, the converts slash reverts, the mini sinner girls, and the all-knowing Illuminantes. I love how Nakia manipulates Kamala's father Yusuf whom Nakia refers to as White Whale while she is Captain Ahab from Moby Dick. Zoe Zimmer is brought in by the DODC for questioning. Agent Cleary is so typical that he pretends to be friends first and then pulls the rug from underneath. And Agent Deaver is such a racist. When Agent Deaver says South Asian and specifically mosque, did you notice the shifty eyes and the reaction Zoe gives as if she knew Kamala saved her? At the Eid gathering, the Illuminantes are dishing out dirt on Aisha. Like she brought shame to her family. She was a snake. She put a curse on everything she touched. She had a secret affair and a secret family. She also killed a man. A really young, stupid kid, Hamid, is taking a selfie at the edge of a window. First, his phone slips and then he does. He's barely holding on to dear life with the help of a curtain. Kamala rushes to save him. The kid is sporting the same shoes as Nakia. Either he's the shoe thief or he has the same pair. Who's to say? Nakia, Nakia is to say if they are her stolen Versace shoes. 
Right in the middle of saving Hamid, Kamala sees a vision of the lady again. We now see her face more clearly along with the train whistle in the background. Kamala loses focus and she's barely able to save Hamid. He lands with his back on a car and cries about his ankle. Wait till Nakia sees him with her shoes. He'll be crying for more than just his ankle. When Kamala gets back to the ground in the alley, she gets surrounded by DODC and its drones. She runs and barely escapes because Kamran arrives at the scene and picks her up as if he knew precisely where she was. Suddenly, a woman appears in the backseat of Kamran's car. This is Najma as per the credits. Najma says, Kamala, I've been waiting a very long time to meet you. Kamran introduces his mother to Kamala. Kamala reacts shocked and feels betrayed. Right on cue, we hear a train whistle reminding us that she is the same lady Kamala saw in her vision. Kamran kind of betrayed Kamala. No wonder Bazigar is Kamran's favorite movie. If you too love Shah Rukh like I do and don't want to miss out on my podcasts, you can listen to The Awesome Pod Mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, I'll soon be launching the Awesome Pod Mix page on Patreon and you can support me there. Thanks for listening.